Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod, our Halloween spooktacular. And as you'll notice, for those of you that watch, you can't see any of us right now. But you know what? That's all going to change. Uh, we did this on purpose so we could do the big reveal together. Okay, everybody, flip on your video. I clicked the button. There we go. <laughs> Same. Um, and then uh, we have a special guest who is apparently just four letters. Um, hold on. You, you son of a bitch. Hold on. What? There <laughs> what the fuck is going on? What's up? Uh, Hugh, is this a joke? Why is everybody dressed up? Um, you mean dressed down? <laughs> oh, well, okay. Um, it's the Halloween show, and we've been, you know, bouncing it through the, the thing that we're going to do costumes, and, you know, there's going to be a prestigious prize for the best costume uh, voted by the audience. You mean in the group chat? Yeah. The group chat that I haven't gotten since last Tuesday because my phone, the data on my phone died. Awesome. I just got a new phone. I went with Kevin's. I got a OnePlus Eight. I just came back from Page Plus because I've been having to, to fight with them to get the data provisioned on this. Since, wow. Uh, yeah, the last text I have, he doesn't see what you do. He just sees a thumbs up on your message. That's the last thing I have <laughs> on my old phone. <sighs> have you had a chance to use the OnePlus at all yet? I, I can use it for everything, but I, I didn't. I wasn't getting picture messages. So, you know, because they use data, I've been able to use it on Wi-Fi. It's fucking amazing. But I was going to talk about that later. But yeah, I, I've been without data for like uh, eight days. You mean just your cellular? Yeah, I can make phone calls yeah. and I could use Wi-Fi, but it's be, they had issues provisioning. I had to do uh, call them up and do something called CDMA less provisioning. Maybe that means something to you. Uh, basically, they have to provision it without using Verizon's CDMA network solely on the 5G network for it to work. But it took a week to figure, well, let's see, I got the phone on Saturday. I got the phone on Saturday, so from Saturday till now. Yeah, right. we're going to break. I'm, I'll come up with something. I, I'll, I'll come up uh, with something. I'm sorry, Hugh. I'm just trying to figure out what the hell grid is supposed to be. I was going to do a round table on that. I was going to have everybody do it because remember, we still have people who just listen to the show, um, traditional podcast style. So um, I'm going to have think, everybody do their I own. Th I think we should explain each other's costumes, what we see. You know what? How about we have Hugh explain everybody's costumes? Go ahead, Hugh. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with Paul because you know his is pretty fantastic. Um, is that is that a real leather trench coat? Uh, real fake leather. It's actually one I've had for years. When I I did the same costume, um, over a decade and a half ago, I'd say, um, and it's actually a Morpheus coat from the Matrix. <laughs> but I had to, I repurposed. Uh, yeah, you you are very clearly Silent Bob. That that's a great costume. Um, I'm very impressed. Uh, moving over to Corbs. Uh, Corbs is a baseball player, I'm guessing. I was either that or Negan. Uh, see, I was oh. going with Negan because I see the black jacket. Okay, okay. Um, Kevin is clearly Magnum PI. 
I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, the Tom Selleck version, not whatever bullshit they have on TV now. And uh, Grid, uh, uh, Alice Cooper. Close. I was going Close. for Ozzy Osbourne, but then uh, Ozzy, yes. Need, with the round, you needed round glasses. That would. I see it now. Now I do want to say that I basically had to browbeat the grid into into partaking in this, <laughs> like I guilted him into it. Basically, <laughs> grid, welcome to the show. Welcome to Geek Pod. Finally, um, the fans already should know who you are since they've all watched it probably multiple times according to the numbers we've got on that. Watch the uh, the Split Rock investigation. Mm. So. I actually thought of you last night when I was at Target and I saw that they have an action figure of uh, Iron Maiden's The Trooper. Oh, so, nice. yes. <laughs> and um, I, I decided to go the extra mile with my background tip. There we go. Kev's in on it now, too. Um, <laughs> that Hugh didn't mention, if you're not watching, my background is the quick stop oh, convenience yep. store. <laughs> um, what's, what's going on? Is that a fake beer or did you dye your... What what's going on? You dyed everything. I dyed my beard for this. Oh man! Oh my god! Where'd you get the hair I, from though? It's a wig. Hair. It's just a wig. Okay, because you don't have any hair, brother. No, <laughs> and uh, and the, the wig is actually driving me nuts. And I I'm surprised that they actually matched up again. The wig is the same one that I had from when I did the costume the last time. And um, I dyed the beard at uh, five thirty this afternoon because I was not going to risk um kevin seeing it beforehand in case we had to get ah. um on team's video today um i will be putting up on the, oh. the geek pod thing the, the progression of how the dying goes uh because when it goes on it goes on kind of light it looked almost like a blondish and then in the five minutes it turned on me it went almost black and i was like oh my fucking god <laughs> so um I, i'm told that in person it actually looks natural you can't really tell um, yeah that's what people tell you when you dye your beard so you don't yep. feel weird about it i yep. i did it i tried to match my color a few years ago i look fucking i look like a guy who's trying to not look old yep so well here's my problem um and i noticed that after we dyed it tonight um it also stains your face so i can't even oh, yeah. say this looks horrible and i need to shave it off because then i'll have what i look like i just don't know how to wash my face so I just see yeah, you, you got a whole Hollywood Hulk Hogan thing going on. That's okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to tell you guys, I don't know how long the wig's going to last because this is driving me fucking crazy. Did I ever tell you, Paul, that I've actually done that costume too? No, but I'm not surprised because you're a Kevin I, Smith fan as well. Back when I was at AT&T, I had sneakers, uh, shorts. I had a sweater, leather trench coat, back ball cap, everything. Halloween comes around. I go into work. I talk to no one except the customers on the phone all day. It's like, you know, I'm working like a nine to five at that point. And it was like three 34 o'clock before someone came up and they're like, why didn't you dress up? Oh, I just man. said nothing. And finally it was my boss. Who's like, Holy crap. You're silent, Bob. Aren't you? <laughs> uh, this, uh, this wasn't my first idea. I did I, I did jump off of it when Kevin started screwing with me when I, when I pushed them about this dressing up thing. And that's what he said. He said, I'm only doing it if I can be silent Bob. I said, oh, shit, I can help you with that. Like, he didn't get the reaction he wanted. Like, he he expected me to be irritated. And I was, like, all about it. I'm like, no, I can bring silent all this Bob's stuff in. <laughs> I think that's what he was going for. <laughs> but anyway, yep. um, happy Halloween, guys. 
um as you guys know as you're watching it it is halloween theater of the mind grid um i'm not even sure if he's still awake with those sunglasses on that's (laughs) cool (laughs) i i have to apologize because my costume is not complete it almost is Uh oh what didn't come in well my hat it's this is not a detroit tigers hat tigers you're right I actually ordered a hat from uh, MLBshop.com, um, and it's supposed to be. It was supposed to be here today, and it didn't show up. It will be here on the 29th, so I'll have it before Halloween. But nice. Yes. Now, I, I have to admit, I knew about Kevin's costume. Um, we were hashing this out. I was fucking with him about it because I told him I'm like, that's what he needs to go with. And at first, he gave me the angry face on Teams, and then he ran with it. We were sitting at work, and he just went all in. What Hawaiian do shirt? Wanna, do you want to see how all in I am? Are you, you wearing the shorts you pro- now? You probably don't want to see this. Okay, <laughs> do it. These are very uncomfortable. I just have to tell you. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, when this episode drops and you guys are watching this, if you go to both the GeekPod website, which is geekpod.com, that's G33KPOD.com. Haven't done that in years. Look at that. Doesn't it feel good? It does. It's old school. Um, as well as our Facebook page, we are going to have um, voting up. So you guys can log in and please vote for this because there is a prize for this. Uh, I've put together a really cool prize pack for this, guys. <laughs> um, so you're Part trying to get people to vote for someone else to win a prize? Yes. That's like American Idol. Exactly. Okay, I get it. We can give out each other's cell phone numbers and people can text them. And that's the one that... Yeah, we'll start with yours. No. <laughs> and I'm going to send it directly to Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's get the actual show started, guys. Guys, what's got you geeked? Well, I'm geeked to be here. I'm geeked that I'm alive. I'll talk about that a little later. But to uh, touch on what Kevin was interested in. um, Yeah, Kevin, I followed uh, what you said. You told me to look into OnePlus. I liked what I saw. And um, that is the first step. And I'm starting to completely trust anything you say tech-wise because you know your shit. I'm looking at Paul. It's that good, huh? (laughs) Uh, It's This is fucking great. I mean, this is possibly the the best phone I have ever had. 90 hertz refresh rate on the screen. I know it's not, they have 120 now, but I mean, this is light years ahead of what I had before. I mean, never, it's, it's beautiful. I, at 90, you never, I mean, it'll, it just makes everything so fluid. Yeah, I, 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 I won't gush over it too much just because I can't really show anything off in Zoom. Um, but, you know, it's that, I mean, the, it's got the in-screen fingerprint scanner, which is super cool. Um, yeah, you can't see shit on here. No. Uh, but yeah. I mean, I'm really happy with the phone. It's been incredibly frustrating having the phone and not being able to use it and uh, doing, you know, doing the research. I mean, I had to go dig around. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm on the phone with the tech and I'm like, listen, you know, this is what you need to do. They send me through three people. One guy is actually like, well, you need to take your phone and open up the browser and go to the Google page to activate the phone. I'm like, stop. You're talking to me about technology like my mother. <laughs> okay, you don't know what you're talking about. I need to go to your next tier of, of tech support. It was ridiculous. Um, but we finally got it worked out. And I mean, just the camera on this thing, it's this thing's actually longer. It's taller than most phones. I don't know if that's like a, a normal for iPhone now or something, but it takes these super wide angle photos. They're just huge. Uh, 
I love it. I I am so happy that I I listened to that little nugget of wisdom you dropped <laughs> about phones. But that's Fair what's enough. got me geeked. That and the fact that I'm not dying of COVID. Well, yeah, there you go. That's always, it's always good. a good start. That's always good. Yeah, I, I like OnePlus. They um they were they were their own company. They're owned by Oppo now, which is another I, Chinese brand. But what I like about them is that they're very clean. I mean, if you've ever used a Pixel, you know what a clean Android operating system is. No cruft, you know, no BS on top. And that's, yeah. that's what I've always liked about the OnePlus. And OnePlus typically, you know, they led the way with more RAM. And yeah. RAM in an Android phone makes it so nice, so fluid, so right. smooth. So eight gigs of RAM. This has as much RAM as my desktop computer next to me, which is just yeah. insane. Uh, to think that we're at the point where our phones need that much RAM. And, uh, you know, need might be, might be yeah. fortunate, but man, does it use it well. It definitely does. Is that, I know, know what you're talking about because I used to uh, flash custom OSs on my older phones, like my Samsung and things like that. And while that's fun as an enthusiast, it's not something you want to fucking do every time you get a phone, especially when you stop working at the phone store. It becomes not fun. A lot of work. You know? A lot of work. Been there, done that. Yep. All right. Next. Kevo, what's got you geeked? Oh, geez. I don't know. Uh, holidays, I guess. Um, I don't know. We got, a, we got a bunch of stuff done, I guess. So get ready for Halloween. Halloween is always a great, uh, great, great time around my house. We have a good party, have folks over. So I guess that's about it. You know, just things are going well, things are going good. Very cool. Not really too much more than that. Now, are you sticking to the plan we discussed? Does does, does the wife know about the costume? Uh, yeah, she knows. Uh-huh. And she's, she's pretty freaking happy about it. But, but a lot of people don't know. Um, I mean, she's told them every chance she gets, you know, and she'd probably tell you when she meets you, you know, any, any you know, other guys or whoever she hasn't met yet. Um, that uh, the only reason she went out with me is because I look, because I look like Tom Selleck. So she's pretty happy. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, that is a true story. She told me that last year at the uh, at the birthday party. Yep. So, um, she likes the shorts. I'm sure she does, and I don't want to hear any more about it. <laughs> yeah. Leave, leave uh, it there. Uh, just bad, 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 bad. Um. Corbs, I need you to put the uh, bat back on your shoulder so I can get a screenshot of that too uh, as you're telling us about what's got you geeked. Uh, for me, it's just, uh, it's my son. I mean, he came to me, I don't know if I mentioned this last couple of weeks, but out of the blue, he told me he wanted to join the bowling team at school. Nice. So out of the blue, he was like, Dad, I want to try it out for the bowling team. So I was like, oh, okay. So we've been... Uh, Last two weekends, we went over at Strike and Spare. Uh, I've been teaching him kind of, I mean, he knows how to bowl, but I've been teaching him a few things to kind of help him increase his average. Last couple weekends, he has until the 15th to get a little bit better. So we, we've been going on the weekend. One day over the weekend, we go and, and bowl like uh, two or three games over the weekend so he can practice. So Nice. So, yeah, so that's what's got me geeked. I'm looking forward to uh, – there's, a, I think there was 11 kids or something try, are trying out, and he's going to make the top eight. So, awesome. So he's so he's got a you know he's got a decent chance. Hopefully we uh, 
he gets a little, he's getting a little better. He's getting a little more consistent, which is nice. Um, so it's nice to, it's nice that he's, and he's mentioned something about wanting to, uh, to jump in and play some golf. So, which is, uh, really music to my ears, as everybody knows, I'm a, I'm an avid, really bad, avid golfer. Wait, you're a bad golfer? Or... I'm a bad golfer. I'm a bad, avid golfer. Because so. you led us to believe before that you were good, because I distinctly remember a trophy. Well, that's putting. I'm very good at putting. It's getting to that spot that leads me to be a bad golfer. Uh, when you're, you know, when you're on a par four and you're, you know, you get into the green in six shots and then you one putt for triple bogey, that's, that's not good. I mean, <laughs> my, my general, like, for each hole is like 15 so so yeah so i'm better than you well i mean <laughs> when it comes to sportsing definitely yes right. like, <laughs> but yeah so that's just it's just it's nice to see him he's actually stepped out of his uh his comfort zone a couple times this year he tried out for um another school program called 4d i think i did mention that um, he did not make the first cuts in that which was a little upsetting to him so, but then, I mean, out of the blue, I got a text message. He's like, Dad, I want to join the bowling team. And I was like, mm, sure. It's, so, it's the cool shirts. That's why. It is. I mean, he enjoys, he enjoys it. And it's, you know, it's something that he enjoys to do. So uh, I'm willing to do that for him. If that's what he's looking for, I'm willing to, to do everything I can to, to help him get better. And I'm, I'll be there for him. So, so. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to uh, <laughs> to him trying out. So, Popper, <laughs> why couldn't you make that happen when I was taking your picture, Greg? <laughs> that would have been fucking great. <laughs> All right, I'm I'm gonna go next on on this little list here because mine's not that exciting. Um, what's got me geeked is also Halloween. Um, we're all getting prepped and I'm, I'm hoping by the time this episode comes out, I can also attach um, the pictures of the family costumes for Halloween. Um, somehow I always get roped into a costume with the kids and it happened again this year. Kylie, um, who's huge into dinosaurs right now in Jurassic world uh, is going to be blue, the Raptor. Um, and Madison is going to be a character from the Descendants movies, which you guys probably have no idea what I'm talking about. I know what they are. I have girls. Okay. Um, she's going to be Dizzy, who is apparently a background character. Who cares? I try not to. Remember. Right. Like, I had to Google it. <laughs> There's the um, bitch in the, the, the purple thing, the bitch in the green thing, and people are mad at each other and they sing. And one of the girls from Black Lightning. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that's the Descendants. In a nutshell. There you go. Uh, that, see why are you not doing the movie reviews that was perfect. i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> hughes angry movie reviews that's the next one that's next year <laughs> uh so anyway as i said i i get involved in it um and this year uh do you guys want to try and take an educated guess on where my costume is and no it's not silent bob where it is in the like world what or? it is no like, like where, where where which one of those spectrums it lands in let's put that way are, are you going to be like the guy chris pratt's character you're too good at this yes i'm going to be even if you hadn't told me i would have guessed that because i know you're not going to pick one of the characters from the descendants and they don't make costumes for the descendants in your size anyway that's true 
no but but we have Kristen's mom who who makes very good costumes the the raptor costume is scratch built it's wow it's gonna be phenomenal that tail is gonna be lethal so uh so yeah i'm gonna try and get pictures of that but kylie's costume isn't quite finished yet they're still dry brushing the gray and the blue stripes onto it wow yeah yeah she does some phenomenal work yeah she needs it by friday for the yesterday yesterday um for the uh the halloween parade at school so um do you do both your daughters have a half a day tomorrow or on friday yes yesterday (laughs) yes they do have it on yesterday okay and on the and on the day before on thursday we have two half days apparently oh really yeah yeah grace just got one on friday nice nope thursday and friday uh but let's keep it rolling Grid, what's got you geeked, buddy? Okay, next episode. We've just been doing a whiskey hollow road. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's been telling me a little bit of stuff. There's been some interesting shit happening when they go. Oh. They've done multiple nights there, right? Yeah, I was had to. I had to go multiple nights. Yeah. Because of what happened. It's a, yeah, I, I just had to turn him up, too. He's a little far away from wherever his mic is. Top of the camera because I got. Oh, making yourself pretty. Thanks, man. <laughs> um. So, and, and why don't you tell everybody, even though they should know by now, where uh, where they can find that footage, Grid? Oh, they can find it on YouTube under uh, Grid After Dark. They type that right into the browser; it'll come right up. Yes, and and we'll have a link to it anyway in the show notes. <gasps> <laughs> But uh, let's keep it moving right along because we got a lot tonight, guys. Um, guys, what are you playing right now, video game wise? I have something new, and something uh, I'm, different. Yeah, something completely different. Um, I downloaded uh, because it came out the Friday before, since we didn't record last week. Um, th- there was a, a while back. There was a VR game released uh, based on the TV show Doctor Who, which everyone knows I like. It's called The Edge of Time. Um, I did try to play it. Didn't really get into it. The VR was weird. What they did is they re-released it as a regular console game. So they took it out of VR and put it into regular stuff. And basically, they call it the edge of reality. But what it is, the original game is about 20% of the content. So they added like 80%. They actually added more people from the series into it and new storylines. So I'm not going to come out and say this is the greatest game of all time. In fact, this is... As far as puzzle type games go, like you go around places and you have to find bits and, you know, kind of like mist in every puzzle game we've ever seen. I mean, because this is a property where you can't really go around killing people because that's not what the show is about. Um, It's difficult to make a game based on that. Um, But for what it is, it's a decent, solid puzzle game with the trappings of Doctor Who, which is something, I mean, Doctor Who fans have never really gotten video games. Um, Yeah, every time we do, it's a stupid mobile thing or... I mean, going all the way back to, um, you know, the computers in the 80s, they had basically a Tron ripoff where the doctor had to play all these mini games. It was, it was stupid. Um, this is a decent attempt. I think they're still missing the mark because the developers go, oh, we, we put the player in, in the, uh, the, the shoes of a companion because, you know, people want to play as the companions. I think they're wrong about that. 
Um, but cool shit does happen. Get to pilot the TARDIS, get to get inside a Dalek casing and, and go around as a Dalek killing other Daleks. That's kind of neat. That's not anything I ever thought I'd get to do in a video game. Um, so I'm given the price point was like 30 bucks. I'm happy with the experience it's providing uh, because I know this is probably as good as it gets for Doctor Who fans and video games. We're never going to get a really good game. All right. So if you're a fan, check it out. If you're not, don't bother. <laughs> You're not going to enjoy yourself. All right. I, uh, I've actually started a new game myself. And in the spirit of it being a Halloween episode, it is something horror themed. I'm playing Werewolf, the Apocalypse, Earthblood. Uh, you guys have probably seen the ads on, on Facebook that it's down to like 20 bucks. Well, I didn't buy it when it was 20 bucks. Um, and so I wasn't really expecting much when I, when I did fire it up. Because, I mean, when it's out for a couple months and it immediately drops 60%, that, that it's usually foreboding um but you know what it's really fun um it's really fun it's a moody game has great visuals um i mean they throw you right into the shit even before the title screen comes up on the game um it mixes like a uh, metal gear solid type of stealthy game with like vicious action gig uh gameplay with very graphic violence brutality adult language um I mean, there, there's some really cool stuff. They throw a lot of the lore from the World of Darkness games into it. Like the first quote-unquote boss you fight is a Black Spiral Dancer werewolf from the lore. And I was like, oh my God, I remember that. And it's really cool shit. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of the stealth stuff. And then when it gets time to get into the shit, that's when you get to turn into the werewolf and just fuck shit up. Like, literally, you you get the option to hit L1 to rip people in half. Like you do. Yes. Um, check it out if you get a chance. I, I'm really digging it. I, I'm a couple hours into it, so I'm really just barely scratching the surface of it. Seems to have a cool storyline, but I hear that it's kind of a, a short game. But so far, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. And I'm, I'm hoping there's more World of Darkness games out there that I haven't discovered yet. I believe there's a couple of uh, vampire ones that are around. You know how to fit it? You know how to win a fight with a werewolf? Silver? Toss out a squirrel. <laughs> because we all have squirrels in our pockets just in case. Listen, when you go into a werewolf fight, you want to make sure you have some squirrels. I, I can see this. We're going to go do an investigation. I'm like, Kevin, do you have the werewolf squirrel? I'll have a whole bag full. <laughs> that's awesome uh anybody else playing uh any current video games right now i jump back into valhalla oh nice yeah because didn't they just have a free uh update to it free D dlc or something i don't know i, I don't know i don't do the downloads or anything like that i mean actually haven't gotten I, there, yet. there was there was one that was supposed to download but there's too much stuff on my ps4 so oh yeah it's, i jump back and i've only played for maybe like an hour hour and a half or so so nice still loving it yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't bad it was nice to get back into it for a little bit i was gonna i was gonna do that one in red dead redemption too nice so, yeah i, I have to circle back to that too yeah i decided to go with valhalla for a little while so just to just to see what's going on so awesome that's it i'm not doing much else so Grid, you're not much of a gamer, are you? You're a little busy doing all this oh, occult yeah, shit. Yeah, I used to play games. Used to? Atari 2600? <laughs> yeah, actually. 
watch it. I use the phone apps, whatever, you know, pool. There you Hang go. So, uh, so quite literally pocket pool. That's an old favorite. Yes, you can say that. It's in the phones on the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I used to play the you know, fancy gotcha. like adventure games, storylines and all that. Nice. Yeah, we all do that too on the, on the mobiles too. We have all that nonsense going. Um, and Kevin, you have an update for your uh, your settlers online for us, right? Yeah, still freaking around with that stupid game. <laughs> having a we're having a Halloween event. You got to collect all the pumpkins to get stuff. Nice. It's uh, I don't even know what's wrong with me. <laughs> well, it sounds to me like we should probably then jump right into Kev's tabletop review. Man, do I have a good one for you this week. I, uh, I had to stop into the mall the other day. And so I stopped in at uh, Play the Game, Read the Story, and um, talked to, talk to the guy behind the counter. I, I, I keep forgetting to ask his name. Um, he had just got a ton of stuff in. I got I to gotta give the guy props. Um, I don't know what's going on with anybody else, but his store was packed. And he was unloading even more stuff. I mean, more new games, uh, more figures, more books. I mean, he's got everything in there. Um, you know, the stuff isn't, uh, it isn't bargain prices. Um, but, you know, if it's the kind of stuff you like, you got to go in and you got to support them, you know, buy something. So I bought a couple of games there, talked to him a little bit about what I was looking for. And uh, he showed me a couple of uh, really, really cool games that, uh, that fit right into the Halloween theme um i bought two like i said uh but the one i want to talk about tonight is uh sacred rights and i hope that's not too shiny sacred rights so this is still in the plastic i'm going to open it tonight and show you what's inside um the really cool part about this game uh it doesn't just not just that it fits the halloween theme but um it was actually made by a company in syracuse new york uh, oh. unfortunately the company folded uh, they couldn't uh, handle the uh, COVID crisis. They they came out um, or they they incorporated whatever you want to call them uh, right before the pandemic started. They were going to hit all the cons and stuff and and show off their products. Never did any of it, so it never really went anywhere. So they didn't really do a lot of sales. They did some pre-sales, um, and uh, and they, they they got by okay, but I guess it wasn't good enough, so they they folded up. Um, but the sound of the game. If you remember me talking about Bang, uh, yes. the, the had some dice and some and some different um, uh, action cards, things like that. This is along those lines. It's that kind of a it's that kind of a um, uh, game. Let me just read you a little bit about what it says. Uh, let's see. I've got Board Game Geek open, and I've got some other stuff here. Uh, it has come time to honor the traditions of the past. The members of our great society have gathered to perform the sacred rites this summer solstice honoring our most divine symbols and idols except for the part where not every everyone remembers what they are uh what they were uh to play sacred rites players take on the mantles of believers each privately informed of the topic of a rite 
the catch, some or sometimes none of the believers are left out, making them outsiders. Each believer then submits what they recall of the rite, such as the chants, the time of day, the food for the feast, or even the special shapes, smells, or colors. Once each believer has helped remember the right, an accusation occurs. Can each believer point out an outsider? Can the outsiders fake their way through it and guess the topic? In the end, only the most confident, creative, and devout among the believers will be declared the winner and master of ceremonies of the sacred rites. Um, so it's a card game, a uh, card-based game, three to nine players. Um, some really, really, really cool um, uh, player tokens and stuff going on here. We've got these little, these little, these are wood. Um, traditions on one side and season on the other. Um, we got a bunch of those. Movement. Oh, look at that. Word. Let's see, tradition on this side. And there's a word on this side, or movement on that side, and a word on the back of this one. So there's there's a lot of uh, uh, very interesting, what do they call these exactly? I'm going to get into the game. I've actually got the game open on their website. And let's see how they describe this stuff. 74 right cards, 10 blank right cards. And by right, I'm, I'm seeing the R-I-T-E version of right. Uh, 12 wooden tradition tiles, nine believer envelopes, two outsider envelopes, 50 wooden flower tokens, and that's going to be these little guys right here, little uh, pink flag, uh, these little tokens, little flower tokens, little pink flowers in there. Um, this must be, what is this? These are flower tokens also. So these are, these are white. Um, so white and pink flowers. White and pink flowers um oh here's the envelopes this is really neat i can't wait to try this out we're going to try this out here pretty quick if not halloween night i, I highly doubt we're gonna do a halloween night we tend to get a little bit um trashed um but maybe uh snow deal weekend up in old forge um if it doesn't snow these are the outsider cards little cards you get little envelopes rather these are the envelopes oh this envelope has a window in it I can't wait to I can't wait to give this a try. I'll get it over here, a little window in there. And then these are the right cards. There's two little stacks. Little stack of right cards. And oh, another stack. There's two stacks. So um, very cool. They've got a nice write-up on boardgamegeek.com about this game and um, how gameplay, how, how how gameplay moves. Um, I'll do a complete review on it after, you know, I'll do another review on it after we get a chance to play it one time. Um, I'm very, very excited to play. It's, it's very much like Bang. It's, it's the idea that there's some people that know who they are. There's some people that don't know who they are. Um, and you're just trying to trick each other into believing you're someone else uh, so that you can make it through to the end of the game. Um, it's a fun, kind of fast-paced game. It's supposed to take about 30 minutes at the most. Uh, the nice part is it keeps everybody in play um, so that people aren't just getting kicked out and then they just have to sit by and, and watch until the next uh, till the next game, which was a nice feature of Bang. Um, most people kept kept right in right almost to the very end. Um, so it made a lot, made it, that kind of game makes it really, really fun for, for everyone that participates. And as I understand it, this is an easier game. Uh, the rules are, are quite simple and um, uh, allow anyone to just jump in and, and, and play it re 
unfortunately, um, the company didn't make it, but they were local, so it's kind of neat that way. Uh, so I'm looking forward to uh, looking forward to experiencing this. Very maybe cool. maybe if you're lucky before the end of the show, I'll bring out the other game and show you what that is. Oh, very very cool. All right. Well, I think uh, now is as good a time as any to go to break. Um, we'll throw it to our typical commercials for you guys, including the one that we play twice a show for Grid. Um, actually, it'll probably be the first one we go to. And when we come back, let's go right to the news. Stick with us, guys. new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. And normally this is where we jump right into the. <laughs> now, before you realize that your expensive ad campaign to heavily promote your new show, Why the Last Man, all over the internet didn't start until the day after you canceled it like Hulu, here's the news. First up, gun safety is no joke. Over the weekend, there was an accidental shooting on the set of the movie Dust that both stars and is being produced by Alec Baldwin. Apparently, Baldwin was handed a gun that was live, and when he fired it, it hit the director and killed the assistant director of photography. Now, this has been a hot topic all over the internet this week. Many details are uncertain, and the investigation's ongoing. Half the country feels bad for Alec because he's clearly going to feel great guilt over killing somebody accidentally because they really love his betrayal of our former president on Saturday Night Live. The other half of the country thinks he should be tried for murder because he hurt their feelings by making fun of their big, bad orange daddy. Was the shooting truly an accident? The shadow knows. <laughs> Next up, I'm good at everything except what I can't do. Several schools in the New York area, including some here in Syracuse, are banning the Squid Game costumes for Halloween festivities. 
They're saying that the Squid Game costumes are tied to violence and that the show on Netflix oh. promotes violence. This is overlooking the fact that traditionally many Halloween costumes have had violent overtones or connections. Pirates were notoriously nasty. Ghosts, they are literally fucking dead people. And that Captain Kirk mask is a gateway to serial killing in Illinois. No wonder I fucking hate people. It was that damn Halloween costume. And you know what? Harley Quinn has done some pretty nasty shit in her past, but that didn't stop every girl from the age of like three to 43 from dressing up as her for the past few years. So I feel like this is a bit of a stretch. Now, if they start killing each other on the playground, I will take that back and go make some popcorn. And finally, that's news to me. Now, we have a public service announcement for you. As some of you may know, I had to be tested for COVID last week because I came down with something very serious in my chest. Um, turned out to be a, a, a respiratory infection, uh, but it was pretty, it was pretty bad. I mean, I, I couldn't tell the difference. Uh, so I went on Walgreens and walmart.com and everywhere I could to find an appointment to get a COVID test. And I eventually ended booking one at Walmart. Well, this wasn't really clear on their website. And I want to warn everybody, if you book a test at Walmart, they're not actually going to give you a test. Well, they're literally going to give you a test. It's not indicated there, but it, they will, you will park your car outside. Somebody will come out with a COVID test on one of those gripper things that old people use to grab shit off the top shelf and whip it in your window and say, follow the instructions and mail it in via FedEx by three o'clock today. No joke. Can't breathe, feel like I'm dying. And they're like, hey, you're the doctor now. A denial of service, a denial of testing, a denial of responsibility. So I want everyone to be aware of that. You know, I spent the last week sucking on my inhaler, which has now become so often used that along with my glasses has almost completed my nerd action pack. If I had known that was the case, I probably would have gone somewhere else where they could have performed the test for me. But if you need to get tested, just be aware. Walmart's going to employ you like their self-checkout line. But up your nose. And that's the news, kids. Now I need to go look up the phone number to the little church thrift store in Skinny Atlas I was at over the weekend. They had an original Annabelle doll, not the literal one from the movies, but the actual Raggedy Ann looking thing that it's based on. I almost bought it. And then I said to myself, ah, that's dangerous. You know, miss me with that sealed bait bullshit. But after some thought, I'm thinking, you know what? I'd rather have that power in my pocket than let someone else possess it for their own means. Paul? In other news, the devil's Bible exists. And it's a contract between a monk and Satan. Back to you, Corbs. To me? <coughs> Come back to me after this. I don't, I don't That's know. a real what? thing. It's called the uh, Codex Gigas. Gigas? Gigas. <laughs> the Codex Gigas. Codex Giggity. <laughs> giggity. 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 This thing fucking hurts. <laughs> <laughs> You're the not kidding. That- that I can't, that the fact that I can still fit into this shirt, I mean, I don't fit into it well. Corpse, look out behind you. Gunnar Hansen's chasing you. Oh, man. But that kind of signifies that maybe it's time for Corpse's movie review. And then it is movie review. Oh, I whiffed that. Sorry, you did, but that's all right. We'll let it slide this time. All right, so I'm gonna do the first movie horror movie that I ever watched, and it probably scared me from watching horror movies for the rest of my life. 
So here's 1974. A group of five close friends are heading through the back roads of Texas en route to their grandfather's potentially vandalized grave. Among them are Sally Hardesteed and her invalid brother, Franklin. Excuse me, they encounter an unpleasant hiker, hitchhiker, Neil, who slashes both himself and Franklin with a Franklin with a wicked-looking knife. Friends manage to eject the hitchhiker from the vehicle, but shortly afterwards, they are forced to stop and wander over to a small, sinister clapboard house nearby in hopes for gas. What none of them realize is this house is the home of the ghoulish Leatherface. and his evil, demented family of cannibalistic psychopaths. One at a time, the teens are murdered by Leatherface in horrifying ways. Sally soon finds herself an involuntary guest of Leatherface's home and flees into the night to escape the demented cannibal and his loud, loudly buzzing chainsaw. Can she escape the grim fate that befell her friends and brother? This is all based on the true story of Ed Gein. Gein, right? Hugh? Gein. Ed Gein. Uh, we looked at Hugh for all of our serial killer knowledge. Of course, of course you do. Look at me. <laughs> I was going to say, you look like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> so, yeah, so I chose, I, I did choose Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like I said, it, it was the, fir- first, the first horror movie that I, I watched. Um, it was the last horror movie that I watched. So... You could say it turned me off to horror movies, I guess, because it was pretty weird, demented, scary as fuck. This isn't talking the original. I've not seen any of the remakes or the. You know, it's funny because I I love that movie because I'm supposed to because I'm a horror geek, but that movie is fucking boring for like the first half to three quarters of the it movie. takes a while to ah, get there Sally, Sally. i mean he's just such a whiny bitch it's like shut the fuck up i wish someone would kill you already <laughs> and then they did yeah and then yeah. it gets good but yeah it, it takes a really long time to get through that so so yeah that's the that's the movie i chose so and and since it turned you off to it does that make it a bad movie to you or no i mean it's 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 a classic horror movie, but I wouldn't say it's a bad movie, but... See, I love it. I, I love the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Phenomenal movie. Again, very slow going to get there. Gets you there. But, but fantastic fucking movie. You know, I know why Batman doesn't smile now. With these things on the side, I literally, can't. I can't smile. I was trying to, like, do, like, a... Ah, or something, but I can't do it. <laughs> it's like hard plastic. Um, Grid, you've seen it, right? What do you What do you think of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Guy scratches. What I remember him was the guy with like the clothes hanger, and he was scratching the top of his head, and he was gnawing on the mm. flesh afterwards. Yeah. Was Was that Was that the first one or the sequel? That's the first one. I can't remember now. I know I what he's talking about. I, I, I do too. And it wasn't it Matthew McConaughey playing him or something? Matthew McConaughey was. In Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation. Yeah. Like a way later. Yeah, him and Renee Zellweger. You're right. Not you're that right. either That's of way them too early. The one I'm thinking of, because this one came out in 78. Probably watched the original. I was probably seven years old. 
Um, so do we want to know what our good friend Roger Ebert had to say about this movie? Yeah, I'd like to know what he had to say. Um, actually, after uh, after you tell us how many stars you give it, Corbs. Sorry. Uh, I give it three chainsaws. Ooh, oh. nice. All right. Well, um, Ebert, as shocking as it is, gave it two stars. And he sure. says, <clears throat> now here's a grisly little item. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is as violent and gruesome and blood-soaked as the title promises. A real grand gignol of a movie? I don't even know what the fuck that means. Gignol, G-U-G-I-N-O-L? Yes. Um, it's also without any apparent purpose, unless the creation of disgust and fright is a purpose. Yeah. And yet, in its own way, the movie is some kind of weird, off-the-wall achievement. I can't... A child trying to sneak up on nice i can't imagine why anyone would want to make a movie like this and yet it's well made well acted and all too effective this guy really doesn't get horror movies does he no the movie's based on factual material according to the narration that opens it for all i know that's true although i can't recall having heard of these particular crimes and the distributor provides no documentation not that it matters a true crime movie like richard brooks in cold blood which studies the personalities and compulsions of two killers dealt directly with documented material and was all the more effective for that also a very good movie by the way and the book's even better <clears throat> but the chainsaw of texas massacre the texas jesus christ the texas chainsaw <laughs> massacre could have been made up from whole cloth without any apparent difference no motivation no background no speculation on causes is evident anywhere in the film it's simply an exercise in terror it's a fucking horror movie of course it is it takes place in an isolated area of texas, texas. <laughs> which five young people one of them in a wheelchair ooh, are driving through in their camper van they pick up a weirdo hitchhiker who carries his charms and magic potions around his neck and who giggles insanely while he cuts himself on the hand and then slices at the paraplegic. Sorry. Can't they, get, different. <laughs> they, they get rid of him, so they think. But then they take a side trip to a haunted-looking old house, as one does, which some of them had been raised in. Really? <clears throat> The two girls laugh as they clamber through the litter on the floor, but one of the guys notices some strange totems and charms, which should give him warning. They don't. He and his girlfriend set off for the old swimming hole, find it dried up, and then see a farmhouse nearby. <clears throat> the guy goes to ask about borrowing some gasoline and disappears inside. His girl gets tired of waiting for him, knocks on the door, and disappears inside too. A lot of people are going to be disappearing into this house and its insides are a masterpiece of set decoration and the creation of mood. We see the innocent victims being clubbed on the hand, hung from meat hooks, and gone after with the chainsaw. We see rooms full of strange altars made from human bones and rooms filled with chicken feathers and charms and weird relics. And gradually we realize that the house is inhabited by a demented family of retarded murderers and grave robbers. He said that? Why are yes, they, he you did. Can't, you, can't, you can't treat him wow. different. Right? Different time. It was 1974. I know, but I mean, I can see me saying that in 1974. I'm surprised he did. 
Oh, it's too bad we're calling this the Halloween spectacular. <laughs> <clears throat> Probably for the best, I should say. Yeah, yeah. When they get fresh victims, they carve them up with great delight. What they do with the bodies is a little obscure, but uh, they run a barbecue stand down the road. One way or another, all the kids get killed by the maniac waving the chainsaw, except one girl who undergoes a night of panic and torture, who escapes not once, but twice, who leaps through no fewer than two windows, and who screams endlessly. I hate it when women do that. All this material, as you can imagine, is scary and unpalpable. Palatable. 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 Christ. But the movie is good, technically, and with its special effects, and we have to give it grudging admiration on that level, despite all the waving of the chainsaw. (laughs) there is for example an effective montage of quick cuts of the last girl's screaming face and popping eyeballs there are bizarrely effective performances by the demented family one of them of course turns out to be the hitchhiker and his grandfather looks like dustin hoffman and little big man (laughs) what we're all left with though is an effective production in the service of an unnecessary movie it is necessary horror and exploitation films almost always turn a profit if they're brought in at the right price. So they provide a good starting place for ambitious would-be filmmakers who can't get more conventional projects off the ground. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre belongs in a select company with Night of the Living Dead and Last House on the Left of films that are really a lot better than the genre requires. Not, however, that you'd necessarily enjoy seeing it. I don't know. That was just some pretty damn good movies. Yeah. Especially since he put him in the, in the company of those two. Yeah. I feel like we should be reviewing Batman right now. I'm just saying. Or Batman should be reviewing you. <laughs> Swear to me. He's like, Batman. I'm trying to do the eyes. I mean, I got the crazy eyes going. You definitely have the crazy eyes But, going. you know, I, I keep looking to the left or right, and then when I, when I look back at the screen, the camera's a little bit off, so I actually see my eyeball go from right to straight. It's so weird. <laughs> um, Kevin's waving over there for some time. Don't do that. Don't do that. You, you're watching AEW, right? Yes. Now that I dyed the fucking beard, I have a fucking John Moxley vibe going on over here, and it's creeping me <laughs> out every time I look at myself. That or QT Marshall, one of the two. I've actually yet to with see him wrestle on there. With the hat. I'll have to look him up. Uh, he's the guy that's always hanging out with Kev. No, not Kenny Omega. No, I'm thinking of Rhodes to the top. He hangs out with uh, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but, uh, it's like anyway. I saw Jim Duggan to me. What? what was that? He looks like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I don't have a two by four. Maybe on the next break. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Uh, holy shit. We should be throwing it to break now, but um, do we want to jump into some of our uh, Halloween goodness before we, uh, we do that? Sure. Cool. All right. So I, I threw a bunch of topics at you guys um, about what, what Halloween means to you and blah, 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 blah. Um, so let's start off with some of this. We're going to do some roundtable stuff. What is the one movie or TV show that gets you into the Halloween mood? Grid, we'll start with you. Halloween movie or TV show? Yeah. Something you watch like every year that just gets you into the, the, the spooky mood. Oh, God. I don't, I don't really watch it like that. But that being said, 
I can't really say. Well, you know, I've watched like um, the, the old Mike Myers movies there, the Halloween movies. And I'd right. listen to what I would do, what, what I used to do in the past was throw on some King Diamond and play the song Halloween. And I, All right, yeah. that works too. I didn't even think about music. Yeah. Nice. I don't know that song. We had the Christmas song too. I get that. No one likes that idea, though. Like, he sings about not having presents for Christmas. <laughs> that's that's interesting. Yeah, the kids don't. The kids don't like that. I'm sure they no. don't. <laughs> kids wouldn't like that at all. Uh, Hugh, what about you? You know, interestingly enough, I don't have a specific movie I watch or TV show I watch for Halloween. I try to con- I consume as much horror as I can year round, but I kick it in high gear when October comes around. Um, I, I can say that I'm currently working my way through the, uh, uh, there's your two by four. Yeah. Uh, working, I, I don't know if I'm supposed to be trying to reach for it or. <laughs> I'm working my way through the hammer horror movies, which oddly enough, I've never watched. Nice. So I am watching all the Christopher Lee, uh, Dracula and, you know, Frankenstein stuff. Um, also went back and watched uh, Lucio Fulci's uh, zombie from 1978 or 79, depending on, you know, where in the world you were when they released it. Um, He's one of the uh, the godfathers of the zombie genre, and the movie was actually kind of marketed as a sequel to George Romero's Dawn of the Dead in Italy, even though it has nothing to do with it, which is odd, but they did shit like that back in those days. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail about it, but I did learn something really cool. This movie's famous for a, a fight between a zombie and a shark. There's a, a section that happens underwater, and a, a zombie fights a shark. What I didn't know when I saw it years ago, and now we have the internet, I looked it up. I'm watching it, you know, last week, and I'm like, holy crap, that's a real shark. It's a fucking tiger shark. It really is. They took a tiger shark, they fed it a bunch so that it was full, and then they drugged it. And then they took a guy in zombie makeup, put him underwater, and he really <clears throat> fucking wrestled with this thing. In fact, at one point, he, they put his prosthetic arm, I'm assuming, in the, the shark's mouth, and the shark actually rips it off and goes away with it. I mean, it's not anything you could possibly do now. But I was like, holy shit, they were fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah. That? That's fucking nuts. Yeah. But um, yeah, just trying to, to consume as much as I can. That, that's what I do in Halloween nice. rolls on. Corbs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't watch much. Like, I don't do much. As you guys know, I'm not a horror fan. So. Uh, I'm watching, you know, just regular movies. <laughs> he's or, watching the World Series. That's what he's watching. <laughs> I did. I did I'm sure you did. <laughs> I did watch some of it. I actually watched the first couple things of that, but we'll talk about that later. Gotcha. So, okay. uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean again, I, I don't like, I don't sit around watching like horror movies or whatever. Um, so I, I'm not a big, I don't watch, you know, anything that gets me in the Halloween mood. It's, to me, it's just another day to go out and get some rotten teeth. So, get them rotten teeth. Gotta love it. Okay. You could just go to Fulton any day of the week. But it's true. <laughs> uh, for me, and I think I've mentioned it before, um, it's The Crow. Um, I watch it every year without fail uh, the night before Halloween. Obviously, after the kids go to bed. Um, I love that movie. I've that is that was the movie I had held the record for seeing most in the theater. I think I saw it 17 times in the theater. Jesus. Well, I, I had a girlfriend who worked for the movie. 
oh, theater wow. at the time, so I, I didn't have to pay for any of them. Um, but I, I love that movie. Love everything about it. Um, if I was in shape, I would probably do the the whole crow costume for Halloween between '94 and now. But I've always been a fat ass, so that doesn't work. Leather pants. Same. Um, <clears throat> um, one of my favorites. It's always been one of my favorites. Um, I'm pretty sure that's one of the movies that I have in every physical medium. Um, VHS all the way up through Blu-ray. Um, every time we get a new kind of physical medium, I get I, I make sure I get a copy of that. It's that in clerks. <laughs> so So um, when it comes out on goofy discs, you're gonna buy it on goofy discs. Yes. I'm actually thinking we probably won't get more physical media, will we? Like we've probably come to the end of that. So, so, so we, would think. we would hope. Now, Kev, I'm looking at the spreadsheet, so I know what you're about to say, and I'm also excited about this one. Go ahead. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Come on, yes, it's the best Halloween movie there is. We also own that here on physical media, only on Blu-ray, because I felt the need to get that for the kids. Um, yeah. You know, we we've never really never really been one for for how you know the the horror movies, and we watch a few here and there. I've seen all the you know the Halloween movies and the um, you know Nightmare on Elm Street movies and you know the the mainstream stuff. Um, but uh, to 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 say that I actually go out and and look for them and watch them, I don't I don't I don't do that. Halloween to me is more about getting drunk and handing out candy and <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Wait until the um, the older Harley Quinns show up at my door. <laughs> there you go. And the sad part is, is, I will never get to go partake in this this party going because I fucking have kids. So we go all night. Sometimes it's pretty late. <laughs> Put the kids to bed and then go. Right. You know the, it's the usually really too late part, for me by then. The really fun part well, is the kids uh, go to bed. No, that's not the problem. The problem is, well, they're off trick-or-treating and I'm manning the 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 candy bowl here. Mm-hmm. I'm also tipping them back pretty good. Oh, yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I understand. Gotcha. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, do you do you hand out beers to the parents that are walking around? See, Kev, Kev knows what I'm talking about. I My my buddy, Three Iron, I, my son used to, used to go over to their neighborhood and walk around and, like, every third or fourth house the parents would be outside mm-hmm. and they'd be sitting around like a like a, a fire drinking beers and the, so the kids would come up and get candy and the parents go up and get a beer and you walk around the neighborhood drinking beers let, let, let me tell you about last year <laughs> um because it was the COVID area and we we really didn't want to interact with people we did the, uh, the whole thing i set up a table that was all in goodie bags and the kids were supposed to take one goodie bag each blah 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 blah. well the uh, it worked because i was monitoring the situation from from my driveway uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh yep in my in my lawn Indeed. chair i had the fire pit out and my cooler uh going to town and and we had people come around um and i was asked if i had any extra beer by um the smoking hot milf uh so i looked at her i'm like are you, are you are you serious yeah yeah come here and so she hung out for a few minutes as the kids finished up the road you know as Kristen and the rest walked up sometimes uh, risking covid is it worth it 
Right. It was. I'm hoping she comes back this year because we have the same game plan this year. Um, but I'll be in my Chris Pratt costume, so that'll probably drive her off. Um, probably. I mean, sh- should I betray Kylie and, and stick with Silent Bob out there? If she's a hot mill, she has no idea who Kevin Smith is. I'm sorry. That's true. You're not yeah, wrong. You're going to have better luck with Chris Pratt. Wait, like actually try to get him or like? Probably, I, yes. Maybe it would yeah. be better for you. <laughs> All right. Um, next up on our Halloween list, the best Halloween candy. Greg, do you want to start? Candy corn. Oh, okay. Because it works for Christmas and Halloween. <laughs> My favorite is that. that's true. <laughs> it's and it's good year after like year. The same bag. Yeah, all right. Because <laughs> nobody eats it. But I eat that stuff like candy. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Hugh, <laughs> what do you think? I think the best candy is anything with caramel. Um, sugar babies, those things on the sticks. I don't know. Um, caramel is my thing. And uh, if it's got caramel in it, I am all about it. Nice. Carbs? Peanut butter cups. Okay, you're not wrong. But I can't eat them anymore. So. I mean, most of us on this fucking podcast can't you know, eat this shit. Peanut butter makes me, will make me throw up now. I don't know what the fuck happened, but. Oh, can't eat peanut butter at all. Sucks. Can't eat peanut butter anything. I can't have it. I eat the Girl Scout cookies, the peanut butter cooker, the tagalongs. Used to love those. Can't eat those. Makes me sick. Can't eat peanut butter cups. Makes me sick. Can't eat Reese's Pieces Sundays. The peanut butter syrup, the sauce in there, wow. makes me sick. So wow. Can't eat peanut butter butter. But I love Reese's Pieces. I love peanut butter cups. Those are the best. They were the best. I used to when I got them, toss them in the freezer until they're rock hard. Wait, the peanut butter cups are you? Like what? Exactly. exactly. I, know, I know how it works with us fat guys. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong in either in either sense. All right, I'm, I'm gonna hop in here again, and I've got to say the best Halloween candy is when you get a full size candy bar. It can be a Snickers, it can be Twix, it's anything full sized. Again, uh, fat guy. Three Musketeers is kind of lame. See, I actually like Three Musketeers. It's kind of like, you know, we could make something as good as a Snickers, but we don't really want to try that hard. And that's how the Three Musketeers came about. The slacker of candy. We, we ran go. out of peanuts. Okay, only, we'll just call it something else. You only eat Three Musketeers when you don't have anything else. Exactly. This is also true, because I never do elect to grab a Three Musketeers any time. Yeah. Those are always um, the last ones in, the, in there. Or Milk Duds. Those are always at the bottom of the bucket, too. Yeah. Well, I, like, I like Milk Duds. So yeah, they don't, they've never... Oh, or Whoppers. Milk Duds have caramel in them. I am hoping that that kid comes back this year and tries to grab two candy bars. <gasps> I am fucking ready for him. You gonna I stab got him? him last year too. I, I might. I might. Uh, probably stab not. No, I don't want to get arrested. Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll take him into Arkham. Uh, no, I think I told you about this. So I'm out there. I mean, we give out full-size candy bars because we're trying to get people to trick-or-treat in our neighborhood. This group of kids comes up. Everyone grabs one. This one kid reaches in and grabs two. I'm like, whoa, dude, those are full-size candy bars. Take one. And he's like, oh. Good. <laughs> Fuck that little fucker. Wow. I now, just... Kev, you're, uh, 
you're kind of going in a different angle with this. Well, so I was thinking about myself, right? I'm thinking, okay, so, you know, now that I'm, you know, an adult and what have I, what have I liked as an adult? So my answer was Jack and Ginger because that's my favorite candy. That's my, that's the sweetest drink I, I'll drink, you know? So it's, it's like candy to me. Um, but I have to, I'm going to throw this out there and there's a special uh -oh. reason behind it. So I'm going to say Smarties. Oh, I know people either love them or hate them, and they don't, they don't, don't like them. It's because, well, it's just, you know, compressed sugar. Here's my story. Uh, my cousin has a son uh, named Todd, and he's on the spectrum. He is, um, he is, uh, he's got Asperger's, very, very high functioning. He's got a, he's got a job now. He's finished college. Uh, he's got his own car. I mean, he's doing great. Still lives at home, you know, but he's really doing great. That kid... I said one time that I like Smarties. He saves every roll of Smarties he gets at Halloween for me. Nice. Aw. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Smarties are popular in this house too. Madison's big on them. Yep. So he still does it. If they if they hand out candy or whatever and they have a bowl of candy or whatever and he can get some Smarties, he'll still save them out for me. And when I'll go over there, he'll uh, he'll pull the little little jar he's got them hey cow here's your smarties that's so, awesome yeah it's pretty cool yeah that's so, cool. so smarties there you nice. go all right well we're gonna throw this to break again and then we'll uh, we'll finish up the halloween discussions when we come back and then we'll get into the the rest of the show sound good boys yeah <laughs> all right stick the back cave paul new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. And well, hello. 
What the fuck? Okay. Um, Life isn't divided into genres. I'm the only person that understands art. No, I I know what you're supposed to be. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck's going on down there. I will never work for them again. (laughs) What am I looking at? I'm Alan Moore, the writer of Watchmen, and I'm very angry all the time. Oh. Any relation to Roger Moore? Not that oh. I know of, and if so, he can fuck off. Oh. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> We're going to have an Alec Baldwin moment here. Someone's going to get shot? I can't pull that up. <laughs> oh. oh that's, that's not right. Okay. Funny, uh, but not right. Welcome back, guys. <gasps> Pupper! Okay, you have to introduce the dog. No, that's Bell. That's my uh, other team member. Bell? Is that what you said? Bell. Yeah, Bell. Hi, Bell. Okay. That's Bell. Yeah, we take her out there to see if she can sense stuff and stuff. Nice. Uh, you know what? That's the perfect opportunity. Before we go any f- further, Grid, the floor is yours. Tell them all about what you're doing and about your uh, YouTube page. Well, uh, channel? Sorry, channel. Well, I started out going, well, I started out, my daughter was a little preoccupied with death. So I thought it was a little unhealthy the way she was going about it. So I said, well, listen, I want a YouTube channel and I didn't have any content. And I'm like, you want to explore this? I've already done this back in, you know, I had a nervous breakdown when I was younger. So I was like, you know what? I explored a little bit of, you know, religion, paranormal, and all, anything I could get my hands on, you know? And so I said, well, I already explored this, but to be safer, I'll go take you out. And we did try to take her out a couple times, but uh, she hasn't been around lately. So but, so I'm basically doing it for her to show her that, okay, there is something out there. You don't need to kill yourself to find it. You know what I mean? Right. So you can just go out there with a camera and, you know, you know K2 meter. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And if, you know, if you go out during the night, you don't know what's cracking that log next to you. You know what I mean? And you're, you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? It's the werewolf squirrel. Right, exactly. You know, you just, whatever the heck. It was like the other night, we were out there at Whiskey Hollow. We're standing there in the dark, and all of a sudden, we hear this ginormous crack in the middle of the woods. And we don't know what the hell it was, so we jumped in the truck and, you know, became cowards. You know? <laughs> no, he was telling me that story the other day talking about all the weird shit that was going on and how they peeled out of there and i as we do i busted his balls about you know i said i thought you guys were professionals like what the fuck you you're running like bitches oh, yeah. <laughs> i mean though i i really can't blame him if shit gets super weird I, I can understand wanting to excuse yourself from the situation but i don't yeah, think alan moore would do that it's just like you're just up in alan there. moore will fuck those ghosts right in the ass right yeah well <laughs> Well, wow. <laughs> they don't know anything about comics. <laughs> I'm telling you, a bag no, of it, squirrels. Bag of squirrels. <laughs> Hugh, was this one specifically for me? Because I think I'm the only one that gets it, and I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> I don't know. It just came up, came to me. 
<laughs> That's awesome. The hair looks real. It, it is. is my real hair, you shit. <laughs> Did you not know I have long hair? No. <laughs> Did did I not know that? I guess not, but that that's that's legit Hugh's hair. Yeah. Yeah. What a great costume. You just you you just have that with you all year. Right. He just needed to throw on the, the fucking jacket, jacket and, the and brush my beard out. <laughs> all right, so let's continue on with the, the Halloween nonsense. Um we left off with the best Halloween candy. So conversely, guys, what's the worst Halloween candy? Mm-hmm. Grid, start us off, buddy. Popcorn balls. No, I think I had a hard time with the caramel apple. It was just too healthy. You know what I mean? It was covered in caramel. Once you've been into it, you had that healthy food already. Right. It tricks you into being healthy. Yeah, exactly. What's up with that? I had this one lady when I was a kid. She always gave us popcorn balls, and they weren't bad. Yeah. Every year she would have a ton. And then the neighbor across the street, she'd make hot fudge. I don't know if we were the only kids that got it, but, you know. <laughs> she just, like, would whip hot fudge at you guys? It sounds like it was more of a deterrent than a treat. <laughs> right. no, would you, would, no, she's a nice old lady. Yeah, what'd you put it on? <laughs> Him. <laughs> oh. Um... <laughs> I'm going to jump in here because, I mean, grid stealing my shit. I was going to also say popcorn balls. I remember as a kid, like, we actually had people in town who would do the homemade popcorn balls, not prepackaged, like that, or anything that is a non-food. Like, the, the crazy old ladies that will give you, like, the plastic vampire teeth or pennies, or you get the weird ones that will drop the religious pamphlets in your, your bucket instead not okay guys it's not it's not okay oh yeah don't forget that don't drop the razor blades in there either i just can't i kind of like that adventure they're a little tough you know what i mean Wait, you know what am i gonna get a needle am i not just give them the razor blades outside of the apple so they right. can choose yeah. what to do with it i just had a great idea for freaking uh gifts for my uh uh party attendees but go ahead razor blade apples oh. the needle the needle give me an idea Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm concerned. Uh, okay, Me? Yes. Worst Raisin. Halloween candy. Raisins. Yes. The little boxes of raisins. I forgot yes. about those. Yeah. 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 Should have said those. Yeah. Hated those. I used to, we used to, we, we'd get them when we'd leave the house. We'd take them and throw them back at the house. Yep. Oh. And uh, Alan Moore fucking dots now i'm not talking about the little jelly dots i'm talking about the candy dots on the paper mm. you know oh, i'm talking yeah. about that basically taste those? just like the paper oh they're awful and you you peel them you'd peel them and some of the paper would actually come off on yes. the candy. yes were they dots or were they acid no yes. they definitely i know what acid is look at me <laughs> this was not acid you were expecting acid and got dots no wonder you're not bad. when i was seven Oh well, you know, I don't know. Different time. There isn't so much to do last there, year. So. I don't know. 13, 14, you know, that then maybe. But. All right. And finally, Kevin. Fucking candy corn. <laughs> Grid's uh, favorite is Kev's 
Like it's wax. It's like it's like wax. I mean, it, it almost doesn't have any flavor. And I've had to buy three bags of those already this year because Kylie loves them. Oh, I don't get it. Uh, but see, moving what, on, you know what's worse right. than candy corn? The candy, the candy pumpkins made out of the same freaking stuff. Yeah, they're thicker. There's more <laughs> of that crap to chew through and swallow. I gotta tell you, those almost went in the prize pack. I almost bought a bag of them and put them in the prize oh, pack. It's you got know, a prize you, pack. Your house would have gotten an egg. It's a, it's a freaking loser's basket of horror. I'm kind of disappointed these days with um, Cracker Jacks. <gasps> in wow. general? Or for Halloween? Just for these days, you know what I mean? I got a tattoo. Where's my little plastic airplane that was in there before? You know what I mean? You're flying around. Now I got to stick a tattoo on this. You know, what, what is this? You know what I mean? You're not wrong. Uh, yeah, I remember that too. Yes. Inflation. Now all you get is a fucking <laughs> tattoo that doesn't even come off properly. Yeah, exactly. Half, half a butterfly or whatever. Yeah. Where am I supposed to put my tramp stamp? How am I supposed to do that? <laughs> you just have to buy more Cracker Jack to get the other half. Of the <laughs> the other half. I got a lot of butterflies on my ass. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So now we're going to move into the costume category. Guys, Think back, and for most of us, it was a long time ago. Uh, what was your favorite Halloween costume you ever did? I suppose we can throw cosplay in there, too, if you want, instead of specifically on Halloween. But favorite costume you, you remember from back in the day or, you know, today, whatever. Greg, going to keep uh, starting with you, man. can't say I had a favorite. Uh, I remember the costumes I made. I made a robot. Out of paper bags and uh, you know the tinfoil crap. I know I was Casper at one point. Me and my brother was on it. When I had my kid and she was like a year old, I was like a '70s porn star or uh, director walking around. I think that's on my Facebook. Perfect. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, that was it. I was a pirate at one point. You know the standard cowboy. I don't really have, don't remember having a favorite costume. All right. All the masks always creeped me out anyway. The people looking around with all the plastic masks on their faces. I'm going to get into that in a little bit. Um, Hugh. My favorite costume uh, would have been somewhere between uh, 2000 and 2005. I don't know what year it was beyond that, but it's when I worked at AT&T. And it was, you know, back when I did the Kevin Smith thing, too. I did Mankind, Mick Foley's Mankind. Nice. My, my mother-in-law at the time was very handy, and she actually stitched together a leather mask and riveted it and everything. I mean, it was a, a replica that That's she built awesome. based off the pictures I could get of the mask. Had the white office shirt, the tie, wore sweatpants, the whole nine yards. And I'm actually looking to see if I got a picture because I had long hair then, too. Uh, wasn't quite as curly as his, but it was perfect. It was awesome. Nice. Yeah, if you can find a picture, get them to me, guys, before uh, before this goes up, and we'll, we'll add all this stuff on, too. Um, Corbs, what about you? Uh, to be honest with you, I can't remember too many costumes that I had. You know, a lot of times it was probably sports-related or whatnot. 
one time I dressed up as a baseball player. Shocker. Surprise. Right. I think I, you know, I think I walked around. I think I had a, like a Oaklandese baseball bat. I think I had a, I think I had an Oaklandese jersey. So I walked around as an Oaklandese player. I think that was a lot of times what it was. I mean, it was you know just stupid shit like that. So a lot of times I just went out as you know a bum, like I am now. So now that you've removed the jacket, yes. Yeah. It's funny. I have the same T-shirt, by the way. I mean, I know you do. I have, a, I have a few of them, so <laughs> that, not a, not of not of the green one. I have different ones. I have a, I have a long sleeve one. I have one that's from New York. I have one other one, I think. So I still wish I would have done my uh, my plan for graduation from ITT. Did I ever tell you that? No. I was gonna have hoodies made for you, Charlie, and I, with um, okay. with a, with a full back rocker and everything. Nice. Yep. Ran out of time before graduation, but they would have been pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it would have um, been. My favorite costume is also from adulthood. Uh, before we had kids, we used to have yearly Halloween parties, and we always had a bunch of cool stuff. I mean, one year, uh, my mother-in-law made me a Green Lantern costume, which was it ended up being kind of a train wreck because I was wearing white gloves because I was Hal Jordan, and um, so I, I refused to eat the whole night, but I drank heavily so that was a pretty rough night uh but my favorite one and it made a reappearance at madison's birthday party um few years back i think seven years back now uh hugh you were there this was the the giant star wars party yep i remember Um, that yep and uh again my mother-in-law made me the costume and it was a, a a jedi knight outfit and you can attest to this. It was pretty fucking legit, right? It was. It definitely um, was. I almost wore it tonight, but because Hugh had seen it before, I didn't go with it. Uh, it's black and silver, black and grayish, I guess. Um, I was going more of like Anakin Skywalker inspired, like darker colors like that, instead of all the, the muted tans and all that. And um, it, it came out pretty good. Um, I'll post pictures of that. I know I have pictures of that, especially from Madison's party but um that was my personal favorite and kev i have been waiting all night to hear this story excuse me why don't you tell us about your favorite halloween costume well of course there's a backstory of course so i was working uh i was part-time security out the nuke plant and a woman i worked with uh wanted to hook me up with one of her friends so i was seeing this woman for a little while she freshly broken up from some long-term relationship so you know she was obviously in her right mind and um the two of them wanted me to dress like a pimp and they were going to be my girls outstanding it was was a fantastic party it was a fantastic party i had this horrible blue suit with these white pinstripes and these white saddle shoes and these two women um on my left side and right side that really didn't wear much at all and it was a great party outstanding so that's absolutely the best costume i ever wore well just so you know the link we have for that is the 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 stereotypical pimp costume you used to find back on the early 2000s the bright purple one so that's the one we're referencing just so you know (laughs) i I mean it really was you know it was horrible i mean it had the had the frilly lacy white 
you know, tuck shirt underneath. I mean, it's yes. horrible. Remember so the almost be, yeah. like um, Austin Powers is kind of where you're going with it. It really was. There was, used to be a costume store downtown uh, near somewhere near Carousel Mall. There was a, a Halloween place in there that did costumes. And I went there to get it and they, they hooked me up. I, rent, I rented the costume. I mean, it was nice. Doherty's Masquerade. That's it. I'm I love almost that positive place. that's what it was. Almost positive. I love that place. While I was in there, I was a, they had a full Batman costume, and I'm like, why couldn't I just be Batman? The original uh, TV Batman costume, so the gray with yes. the dark. Yeah. Nice. I wanted to be freaking Adam West Batman. Outstanding. And now we're going to move into the converse of that. The worst costume experience you had. Good. Go. I'd have to say the pirate costume because you had to, you know, you had to tie it up in the knot right up there in your chest, you know, like a girl, you know, and you had to, you, know, you had all your, you know, pirate gems on, and you're walking around freezing your nipples off in the middle of the freaking cold October. <laughs> Wait, were you a pirate? Or were you a gay pirate? Like <laughs> what you're exactly. describing here, my friend. <laughs> that's that's the way it was in the '80s. You just dressed up like that, and you had the thing to make it look like I don't know what the hell they were thinking. I I, I had help making the costume. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I guess they were dressing the gay pirate, and I was trying to be just a regular pirate. <laughs> it sounds like someone punked you. I'm just gonna say. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> Corbs, what about you? <laughs> uh, can't top that. <laughs> uh, friend of my, me and my friend dressed up as uh, Mexican gangsters. Oh God! <laughs> Flannel shirts buttoned up at the top, opened up all the way down. Bandanas, bandana down over your eyes, type of thing. Yeah. So basically, we cannot put these pictures up because it'll get us canceled. Like, that's all. <laughs> it's all the worst of cultural appropriation. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was probably it. All right. <laughs> you. Angry here. Pro- probably Casper the Friendly Ghost. I hated that costume. Uh, my parents got it for me. You know, I, it was one of those... We went last minute, go to the store because we're poor. And that was the last costume there was. And it was the lamest thing in the world. And, you know, that's what I did. I, I don't remember what age I was, but it sucked. I was not <laughs> happy had, about that. You just had a sheet over your head? No, it was a, basically a, a plastic white sheet and a Casper mask. Oh, yes. Because yeah, back in the 80s, that's what we got. Yes. Yeah. I remember. All the costumes were the same, like, plastic union suit yep. that kind of would look like the character and then have like the advertisement for the character in the middle of the chest yep yes um see that that rolls right into to mine um because mine was in 1985 i think and it was he-man and it was the same kind of ben cooper idea vinyl costume that is about as thick as a fucking piece of paper and uh the plastic mask that legit would like slice your fucking lip open before the night was over yes (laughs) Uh, and I remember this was the year that it fucking snowed on Halloween. 
it was practically a blizzard and we were out there in my costume and whatever clothes I was wearing underneath. And it was like one of those surprise, here's the fucking snow. And we were out for like five minutes. I think I slipped on like fucking icy sidewalk. The costume like split up the fucking legs. So I went from being like a pair of pants to like a fucking kilt. And, um, <laughs> and like I said, I mean, I, I was, I was cutting my face up. It was just a horrible, horrible fucking experience. But that's not the only bad one because when when we brought up Doherty's Masquerade, it reminded me of another costume from adulthood that has been mentioned here before on the show. That got your, um, your, your parachute pants. No costume, not not everyday wear. Although, yeah, I was going to say that was his every day. No, this was when we had the Frozen party for Madison. And I was charged with uh, playing the role of, not Sven, what's the other one? Kristoff. The guy, the boy from, from Frozen. Never seen it. What? 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 Kristoff. I know we posted the pictures of that before. Um, and not only was it humiliating that I, I had to be a, a Disney character, but I also actually got a speeding ticket on my way to buy the wig for that because I was rushing on my lunch break and got pulled over on 690 on the way um, because I had to go buy a blonde wig because not blonde. <laughs> Where are you going in such a hurry? Buy right. a blonde wig? <laughs> Might have let you off just by on pity. Right, they should have, but they didn't. Um, so yeah, that that was a pretty awful one because I remember the the party when I made my entrance, which... It was well received by everybody except Kristen's dad, who's a big manly man. Like he's an up north guy. He's all into the outdoorsy stuff and work with your hands. And I walked down the stairs in my costume with my pointy boots and my my blonde boy band wig. And he looks me up and down and says, What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> he asked that question many times. I'm sure he has. No, no, we you're have. You're oh. lucky he didn't. He didn't say, you know, okay, who really impregnated my daughter? <laughs> right. <laughs> who did you pay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Kevin, you have a very ambiguous answer here on the list for this. Oh man, when I was a kid, I hated them all because they didn't fit me. You know, you, if you bought a if you bought a costume for a certain age, they didn't fit me. I was I I I think I was born six foot tall. I swear to God, I was your poor always, mother. I was always taller than all the kids. I mean, and nothing, nothing ever fit me. And it wasn't until I was in my twenties before I started actually finding clothes that actually, you know, were made for somebody my size. But no, I, I hated, I hated, hated costumes, hated dressing up. It just, I always thought I looked like an idiot. <laughs> that will ruin it for you. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like when all of us were growing up, Halloween costumes sucked. Well, I mean, there's that now. I mean, I know that now, but yeah. then you're like, you buy the costume, you're like, well, I'm really going to look like a clown. Well, you look like a fucking clown, all right? <laughs> now costume, costumes are really fucking cool. Like, they have some really cool shit for the kids now. Yeah, they do. Oh, yeah. And they're way more expensive, too. But Oh, yeah. my God. Yes, Ella called me last week. She's like, Dad, can you take me... My friends want to dress up for school on Friday. Can you take me to get a costume? My wife goes, why the fuck is a 17-year-old girl needing to go buy her a costume? But I'm like, all right, fine. 
not even for Halloween, just for the, the day at school because her friends all decided to dress up. $80 later. Yeah. I, and, and, and I, I bargained down from goth vampire to vampire nun to save 15 bucks. Right. Um, we, but we, we had, I mean, it was, it was an actual engagement, a battle of wills in spirit, you know, bargaining. <laughs> well, you can get this, but you can't get this or this, you know, no, you can't get the $20 fangs. You get the $5 bang, fangs, but I'll buy you the choker, that kind of thing. Still cost me 80 bucks. That's awful. It, it, it's so bad. <sighs> like, like just off the rack costumes. Like if you just walk in and be like, okay, she wants to be spider Gwen, $40. Just, just to grab it off the fucking shelf without any extras and all that. Yeah. Cause we did that two years ago. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. I did braces was the same one. He went to be character from Fortnite or whatever. It's 50 bucks for the fucking costume. It's insane. He, he wore it once. Mm-hmm. You know, same thing. Same like thing. You you haven't been hot about it. Like, really, am I going to spend fifty bucks for something he's going to wear for two and a half hours? Maybe. You know, if she was ten and was going trick or treating, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. But she wasn't even planning on dressing up until her friends, who are also kind of probably not as seventeen as they should be, like, oh, let's dress up. So, because your friends decided to be cute to dress up, I have to pay eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, show. Yeah. This fucking sucks. But, but you know, I, I can't complain. She doesn't ask for a lot. She even said, oh, this can be my Christmas present. Like, I'm uh, right. Still. Yeah. Gotta love it. All right. You know what? I think we're going to throw it to commercial one more time. That way we'll come back. We'll wrap the show up with our, uh, our typical ending. Uh, well, what do you guys think? Do you have some more Halloween stuff before well, we finish? I, that's a good idea. I did want to bring something up since I don't think it'll fit in the next segment. Okay. It's kind of scary. It's 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 scary to me at least, and I'm hoping maybe one of you have run into this before. But um, right before the show, about an hour 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 and a half before the show, my wife and I both she filled up her water jug. I filled up my my water thing that I take to bed and I put it in my uh, refrigerator. Put the kid to bed half hour before we start recording. I go and run some water to take my uh, nightly pill. My uh, metformin. And there's bubbles this high in the glass and I taste it and it's soap. And Ooh. our, our daughter had said that her, her nightly pills, so oh, it tastes like soap. And we just thought she was, I mean, she does dumb shit like that. So we, we didn't think anything of it. I start running water out of the sink and my wife goes in the bathroom and we're legit getting soap bubbles. We That's weird. With our, yeah. We checked with our neighbors, two of our neighbors. They both said their water's fine. I went downstairs. I mean, I don't know how anything could be happening in my house to cause this. Um, but yeah, really freaky and uh, kind of oh. worried that tomorrow I'm going to have to call the, the county or something. I'm just going to throw it out there, see if anyone's ever heard of anything like this. We've had rust Ooh. after there's been like a, a main break <laughs> or something like that. But um, no, that's fucking weird. I'd like to know whose soap I was drinking then. Because I mean, it's not like any of my gray water shit can can end up in the line that comes to my sink. You know, that's not mm-hmm. that's not possible. Right. If I understand how this works correctly, at least. Yeah, it is supposed to be two separate. Yeah. In and out. That's all right. All that's right. Gross. I figured I'd, I'd throw it out there. That's that's my horror story. It may <laughs> be a huge horror story tomorrow. <laughs> right. 
I mean, if we're if we're doing horror stories, I mean, there's this. So, happy yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I think I have the trick. Trick water. <laughs> what the fuck is trick water? God. See, there's so many good titles tonight that we're exactly. not going to use. Exactly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, guys, check out these commercials that you've seen twice already, and we'll be right back. new comic on the shelf or a key back issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. And we're back. What? Uh, oh, you. come on. What? You know uh, who I am. I'm Hagrid. You're a wizard, Kevin. And you're a fucktard, Paul. And Corbs, you're, you're, you're all right. Hagrid. <laughs> nope. Didn't get that one, but okay. <laughs> Well, it's short. No, it's come on. I mean, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll give you. Are that. you a Viking? <laughs> no, I just actually have a Hogwarts blanket on because he always has big coats oh, on. It's the closest thing I can it. get to a big coat because I don't actually have any big coats. <laughs> That's fucking great. All right, so we've finished up our. Uh, why are we getting a dick shot? What what the fuck is that about? Uh, <laughs> We finished up all of our Halloween goodness, so let's roll into midstream. Or bell. The bell's back. Popper! <laughs> Guys, uh, what are you watching? So I did uh, I uh, binge-watched Squid Game. You're ahead of me. Because Kev said, Kev said he binge-watched it what, two weeks ago, right? 
What'd you think? Oh, that shit was fucked up. We finished it last night. I have to start it. Yeah, that was... Uh... Um, what, what do you think about the ending? Just in general terms. Good, bad. Um, I would say it wasn't what I expected. And you can see kind of where they leave it open for second season, obviously. Um, but uh, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't get the whole. I didn't get like the whole last half of it. I mean, and I don't want to ruin it for Paul, but yeah, definitely don't say anything because it is totally worth the discovery. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't I, get that. I I was. I swore at the TV. I was like, God damn it. Because I'm trying to be a nebulous here. Um, I don't know what he, what he really thinks he's going to do, you know, because I mean, he, he's a bit removed from the little pussy boy he was when he started, but not that far removed. Yep. Um, and I was like, man, just, just get on, just go. Yeah. No, you can. And I, yeah, I was like, ah, oh. I mean, unless they're actually planning on a sequel and then I don't know if I want to see a sequel going uh, in that direction. I don't want to see. I don't want to see a second season, personally. No, I, I, I don't know if it would be that good because, a, you got to play different games. I mean, there are, obviously there are a lot different, a lot more games you can play. Right. I think second season wouldn't involve what you yeah. saw in the first season. Yeah. I but honestly I think yeah, it'd be it'd be it'd be different. It'd be, yeah. It'd be... I, I don't I don't see how you can top that. I mean that that was pretty much, like, from start to finish. I mean. I watched it's nine episodes. I watched seven episodes in one day. Wow! Wow! It, wow! Yeah, be, because it, you get so invested quickly. You quickly get invested in the characters. Yeah, I know how they could improve it. Better localization that irritated the fuck out of me. Tonally, it was all over the place. Like the first half of every episode was like, Woo-hoo, you know, general Korean silliness and weirdness, and then you drop off a cliff into deadly fucking serious. And I found that shift every every episode to be very jarring. And I read that that when the actors did the dubbing, they didn't get to see it. All they had were lines on a paper. So they just had to do what they thought, which is part of the reason it's so uneven. Okay. Yeah, yes and no. Um, do you have you watched any other Korean? Yeah, I, I know that's typically okay. how they do okay. things. They do I just... it, it is different. They their idea about how to do action drama, comedy, yeah. drama is different and um i haven't seen many myself but i had to i had to go do a little bit of research and i, I kind of understand some of it now and i, I, and I want and, and now i have some options there's there's some things out there especially on netflix that are yeah, yeah, netflix good. is big, good, big with the korean stuff on there Matter yeah. fact, I, I picked up one that after i got done watching that it's called my name that is it's pretty called good. sean yeah oh perfect <laughs> So that was that was pretty good too. That one I, I started, but my Netflix has been uh, very laggy yeah, lately. Ah. So I don't know why I don't know what was going on. I restarted it. Uh, <laughs> I should say at my uh, ex restart hers because it's her Netflix account. I was just going to ask if you tried turning Netflix off and back on again. <laughs> you know, I good gotta idea. wonder though, Kevin. How do you think would it have been a huge change? Let's just say they went back and they redubbed this. 
with American actors who, who had seen it. Do you think it would have taken away from the phenomenon it became? Or do you think if no one had seen it before and it was just that serious the whole way through, it still would have been what it was? I do. I think part of its appeal is that it is a true Korean, you know, uh, dramedy. Um, and I also heard that if you watch the version that is all in Korean with subtitles instead of the English dubbed with subtitles, that uh, not that you watch it with subtitles, it was English dubbed. The wife and I always watch it. Uh, we, we always have the subtitles on. We found that we, we catch things that we would miss otherwise. So um, what I heard was that if you watch the Korean version with subtitles, it is a different experience. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I wish that I had done that to begin with. And I will seek out other Korean shows that are that way, that, that are not American dubbed, because I want to actually experience it I don't give a shit if I understand what they're saying. Um, I want to see the emotion, you know, the reaction, the, I want to see the, you know, I want to see them in their natural environment and then just get the, uh, you know, get the, um, the subtitles and deal with it that way. I want to try that and see how that goes. But I, I don't know. I, I, would, it, would it work if, if it was all, you know, done again with American actors in English? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I think there's some things that happened that are uniquely Korean, especially the final game. Yeah. Um, that I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and the the was not the the second one. The one where they've got to take that thing out of the piece of sugar. Oh. Yep. That's what I want for party favors. Ah. Don't go to Kev's parties. That was that was pretty that one's that one's unique. That's a unique Korean game too. I from what I from what I gathered yeah. from watching the the whole episode. But all the other games look like they were just games that every kid plays. Red light, yeah. you know. Red light, green light, and yeah. It was it was red, it was red light, green light, it was the other that one game. Oh, don't don't give it away. I've heard about a bunch of them. Oh, I know this. Yeah, the, you know, I've seen the clip fine. with the tug of war and yeah. Okay, the, the, other one. the memes, the memes that you've seen and some of the clips you've seen enhance the show, I think. And if you only go in with what little bit you've seen and heard, I think you I th it definitely doesn't give it away. No. There's enough going on that that it's interesting. It keeps it very interesting. I like nice. I I really like the ending, right up until the very last thing that happened. Yeah, what happened at the end, I predicted early on, but then I pulled back from that. So that's all I'm going to say. Interesting. I've definitely got to get caught up on this one too. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. So, but while we're talking about Netflix. Uh, did you guys happen to see that they dropped the, the trailer for Masters of the Universe Part 2? No. That dropped today. We'll have a link to it. Um, looks like the second half of the season is going to be really interesting. There it looks like there's going to be some cool shit going on. I don't want to give too much away. I don't know if anyone has, has watched the first half of it. Except for me. 
You definitely did? Okay. Yeah. No, no I definitely did. I don't need to check. <laughs> I was, that was more for me. Was, okay. <laughs> um, so Titans, Kev, do, do, do we, do we want to talk about this? Now that we're a week removed from the, the, it's the same problem I've had with other stuff. I've said it before. I don't like this whole bullshit about bringing people back from the dead. I get why they did it. I get it. It made it quicker. It made the, the whole, you know, um, Nightwing's acceptance of Jason Todd. It made that all happen faster. I just have to ask, because Paul, you, I heard you were upset about this. I was, I was pissed off when they did it previously in the season and no one else seemed to have an issue with it. With oh, Donna Troy? Oh, no. Just as pissed. Just, oh, just, okay, okay. Then we just didn't as incensed. to talk about that. Just as incensed. I just don't... It, it, it's poor writing. Why kill them off if you're going to bring them back? Okay, all right. I'm going to say it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you exactly what my problem is. You ready for this? Here's, here is my problem. And this all centers from the fact that I was a poor kid. I grew up poor and I didn't have a hell of a lot. I had my comic books and that's about all I had. And I could identify with some of the characters in the comic books because what, what, what were they? They were poor kids. Something happened to them and all of a sudden they ended up with some kind of special ability or you know some, some kind of special circumstance. Um, this is the easiest way for me to relate it. Uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, okay? The end of the movie, two of the two of the main characters experience tremendous loss. The very first one is Peggy Carter. She experiences horrible loss. About uh, actually, I guess it was before that. Let's go before that. Let's go. Steve Rogers experiences his loss with his buddy that he thinks dies. Somehow, some way, we're supposed to pick up on the fact that Bucky is put on a table and has been injected with some kind of serum, and maybe he'd lived through the fall. There's no way, as far as I'm concerned, there's no way in the first viewing of the movie when it first came out that you would have picked up on that. Maybe somebody would have because of the comic books. I don't know. I sure as hell didn't pick up on it. I thought Bucky was dead. I'm like, oh, man, too bad for Steve. His best buddy's dead. So that was a horrible loss. But that one I can actually see. Okay, Bucky didn't die. He just got hurt because he had the, th the serum. He didn't really die. Okay, I get that one. Peggy thinks Steve's dead nose dived in saved the world whatever did his thing peggy thinks he's dead she's got this horrible horrible you know sense of loss this 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 you know this missed opportunity steve wakes up 70 years later he's got the same thing missed opportunity horrible loss you feel that you're connected to these characters it gives you this emotional connection then at the end of Infinity War, they just wipe it out. Fuck you and your feelings. We're just going to give him whatever the hell he wanted from the very beginning. And why? Because it makes good movie. I fucking hate that. I hate that. Because now I go back and I watch Captain America and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's gut-wrenching, it's emotional, but yeah, what the hell? He's going to fucking go hang out with her at the end. Right, they still end up together at the end of the whole, of everything. He just goes back and he's with her. 
Yeah, it I agree mean with that. Anything. It just you, you just take all this, you take all this emotion, this connection, all this buildup, all this, you know, all all everything that drew you into the story, and it's just like throw it away. Say, oh, that's what the hell. Let's do something else. Uh, you know, that's something I've talked about before, Kevin, and I have to say I strongly disagree because I do not believe that a future event can change how you felt about something in the past. It can change how you feel now. But the impact that had originally is not changed. No, and, but, but and, it's and that's, away. It's, it's, it, it, but, but, but it wasn't because you still felt it back then. Yeah. That, that's kind of how I look at it. You know, I well, get what you're saying. I totally get it. But my, my place on that argument is that, you know, sometimes changes need to be made for story or whatever the reason is. And, you know, something that happens down the road doesn't change how I felt about what happened in the past. It might change how I look at it now, yeah. but... I just think it's poor writing. Poor writing, poor planning. You're, you're feeding an audience. Yeah. And I understand what the movies are doing. I totally get what the movies are doing. Movies are designed for people that never read the comic books. The movies are designed to be entertaining for people, regardless of where they came from, regardless of how they entered the story. You can watch any one of the Marvel movies all by itself and be entertained. You, you do realize that that wasn't to give Steve a happy ending. The purpose of that was it's the only way they would have gotten Captain America to stop trying to save the world whenever anything went bad. They had to take him off the table because the actor was leaving. The only thing in the universe that could have done that was what they did, him going back in time and staying with Peggy and then being an old man in the future. If he had stayed there, he would still be in the Avengers. I mean, he got kicked out. He was a, uh, considered a terrorist, and he was still fighting the fight all over the world. So, I mean, I, I, I see that as the only way they could get Captain America out of the franchise. Oh, it's definitely a right, that's a good it. point. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not going to argue with that. I think that's I, I, that's very valid, um, uh, very valid. I, and and I just it was an example I used. Now that understand that that was just an example I used that I think I think we can all relate with if we've seen the stories. Yeah, and. It's this, that that is that is exactly what I refer to when I say I don't I don't agree with the multiple timelines I don't agree with the you know the the meta metaverse you know this this, this five different Spider Men I mean uh, okay there is and if they're on separate separate timelines and they're all different people that's that's one thing but when you know this person dies here and he's brought alive back over here and then he comes back over to this timeline it's like no just write better write better stories yeah Alan Moore that's my problem <laughs> but as for for Titans I mean the I, I do agree it kind of fell apart at the end it was it was still good it was still better than anything on the CW mm -hmm. but I, I I was disappointed too I mean there are a lot of missed opportunities there Batman's a pansy who wants to kill himself um uh I just also it, it could have gone so much better and built a much stronger universe mm -hmm. I don't think they ruined the show, but no. I think they, they, I mean, that, that was their version of no man's land and they, they completely missed the mark on that. Did you catch all the references um, from um, Crane, all the references he had back to the original TV show? No, I didn't. Same, same Crane time, same Crane channel. Yes, that I caught. Yes. And there was a few others and he kept doing it. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is freaking awesome. This is totally fan service from, you know, for us old fucks that just saw the original saw the original tv series or read the original comic books i mean he did a couple of different things it's right it's really worth a watch through again 
just to catch all that stuff. It's really, he was really funny. And, I, and I'm going to be honest with you. I think the final, uh, the very final episode of this season totally redeemed the whole thing. I thought, I thought the, um, what happened, um, I, I mean, some of the things are a little bit, you know, out there. I, I still don't agree with the whole Lazarus pit thing. I think that's a bunch of BS. Well, that, that's established, but turning it into a fucking Lazarus thunderstorm, that was a yeah, little that was weird. Me. That was, yeah. let them, let them be dead. Let them be dead. It's fine. It's fine. There's more people in the world and yeah. they'll, they'll move into the Gotham, you know, with the empty apartments. We'll be fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Because um, rent is low in Gotham. Because exactly. It's high. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. It's fine. Um, I brought up, this is what, <laughs> this is hilarious. You'll love this. I had the wiki page open as my wife and I are sitting here watching the final episode. I had the wiki page open for um, third, third Robin's name. What's his name? Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Tim Drake. I had the wiki page open and it's his picture in dresses Robin in a little bit of a discussion about what, how, how he got there, what he was doing as my wife and I are watching the final scenes and she looks over, she goes, oh, he's the next Robin. <laughs> Maybe. I think you're going to see them go Red Robin because he's not going to be Batman's sidekick. Oh, so he turns into a Robin, just not Batman's Robin. Yeah, I think you're going to uh, see yes. them use Red Robin instead. Gotcha. You're going to use burgers? <gasps> Yum. <laughs> I like Titans, though. I do I do like Titans overall. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. So, as, as I told, told you guys, um, Kevin was rage-quitting Titans. Mm. I was getting quite a succession of very angry text messages. And I was trying to talk him off the ledge. I'm like, there's one more episode, let it go, you know. And then I came to work the day after the final episode aired. And a very sheepish looking Kevin, not actually like, you know, sheep looking, comes to me and says, I have a confession to make. I said, what's that? I finished Titans. I said, "Oh, really?" I said, uh, "What'd you think?" It was, it was, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was. It was really good. It did. It brought it back around. They had some bumps in the road on this season. I still really enjoyed it. Um, the the weird dark force dildo that gets jammed into Crane's mouth that was weird. Um, but dude, that was right out of the Green Mile. Fitting ending. I'll give it that. He deserved that. Yeah, that was right out of the uh, right out of the Green Mile. I don't I don't remember that from the Green Mile. When the um, when the big guy uh, gave all the the sickness that he took out of the warden's wife, and he yes. gave it to the um, the son there, the son of the I forget who he is, the governor's son or whatever. Yeah, he is. the douchebag. Yeah, gave it all to him. Oh, I fucking love that scene in that movie. Like they also did that in the end of the crow too oh yeah yes i love it i love that yes. i love that scene uh let's move on because it looks like everybody's getting tired and i'm just not even sure grid's awake i'm, I'm not gonna lie he's sick of us <laughs> he's, he's bored <laughs> he's like i can't believe you guys do this shit <laughs> he want to know where the fucking ghosts were oh shit i thought he was gonna take the glasses off for a second holy shit <laughs> 
character. You're crazy. <laughs> he didn't realize we're nerds except for corpse. <laughs> um. So what else have we got? What What have you guys been watching? Because uh, other than our normal weeklies, I mean, I, yeah. I haven't ventured outside of the norm right now. I um, Dark Side of the Ring. Is it? It's back. Yeah, it's back on. The second half of season three is back. So nice. A couple of good episodes. I mean, this last one from last Thursday was about the XPW. That was interesting. Yeah, that was. I uh, was kind of. It's kind of. I heard, remember hearing about XPW around the time of ECW. I mean, I was a big ECW fan, um, but I do remember hearing about the XPW and stuff like that. It's just. I mean, the fact that it was a, the guy who was running it was a porn producer. So, I mean, it was pretty, it was pretty wild. Some of the stories that these guys are telling and some of the stuff that they ended up supposedly doing, I guess is the correct terminology, yeah. right, Hugh? Allegedly. Yeah, they were Allegedly. like um, in their building, the front half of the building, they're filming porn scenes and people are naked. The other half of the building is the wrestling ring where the wrestlers are showing up. So they're walking through all these people like getting gang banged and shit to get to the locker room to wow. uh, yeah. do their wrestling show. They said it was it was quite an experience. Nice. Yeah, girls just strolling around half naked, guys, you know, walking around their cock hanging out and shit like that. It was they were just they, they were saying it was pretty it was a pretty wild it's a pretty wild scene, so Felt like one of my Halloween parties. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. How did um, everybody feel about this week's fear? I'm not caught up yet. You stuck. All, all I you, listen. All I gotta say is, interestingly enough, interesting enough, I, I like it. I still love the show, but <laughs> um, they should all be fucking dead. Yep. yep. Okay, this is yep. insane. They hid under a truck during a nuclear yep. blast, and they're just—we no. can't just, be outside for more than six hours, dude. You're already dead. Mm-hmm. So, so this is the pool with the shark in it, and this is Fonzie on his motorcycle. <laughs> Morgan on the motorcycle, you mean? Fear jumped the shark. Yeah, I I, I wasn't sure how they were going to come back from that, from dropping the nukes. They're but. not. They're done. Yeah, I, I I don't get the, the whole thing. Like, and how how did Strand end up in a place that didn't get affected? All, By being all in a high rise. Well, they, they said that they said that the uh, weather a weather system took the fallout in the other direction. They they did say that, which which is reasonable, and I don't have a problem with that because when nuclear bombs get dropped, yeah, some places get fucked and some places don't. The issue is the fact that Morgan and his little girl Grace. there, yeah, Grace. They literally hit under a truck to avoid the fucking force of the blast and shit. I mean, they they shouldn't. They should be they fried. Should, yeah. yeah, I'm not a big fan of the whole like one episode is based. I mean, it was kind of like what they did after they left the prison and Walking Dead. They broke it up, and you got one episode for certain people. I'm not a big fan of doing that. I, I'd like to see a little more. I mean, I know at some point they'll interact again, but. But fear kind of does that every season, don't they? It seems like every season where they kind of break to... them off. Yeah. yeah. I keep them quiet. This is bedtime. <laughs> I mean, it's exhausting standing in front of a convenience store. Um. So no, I'm I'm still getting caught up on that. I'm still getting caught up on World Beyond. I'm uh, two episodes into World Beyond now. 
The first or second season? Second season. Yeah. Phenomenal show. Still very good show. At um, this point, stronger than fear, oddly enough. And you know what a fan I am of fear. But. Right. Yes. Um, Kevin, what's Live at Night? Uh, ben Affleck. Um, he pr- uh, produced, directed a, um, uh, a gangster type movie uh, set in the uh, you know twenties. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, it's really good. Um, it's uh, a Netflix movie. Just popped up. It popped up on our on our you know the screen, and then watched the previews of it, and added it to the list, and we just happened to watch it. And I mean, just really freaking fantastic. Good. If you like, if you like the twenties gangster stuff, and you know the whole, um, you know the the, the uh, running running booze and drugs and and you know infighting between the different gangs, the Irish and the and the um, uh, the, the Italians. It's, it's very very good. Nice, uh, another one to check out. Um, and then finally, unless you guys have anything else to add, um, at least Kevin has watched dune mm-hmm. i haven't gotten to that one yet either that is also on my list i want to check it out especially since they've already announced that a sequel is forthcoming yep they green lighted the sequel the sequel it's must have done very two. well this last part week then two yeah the, the sequel doesn't just mean the second half right sequel means the next episode yes the next movie okay, okay. next movie because next. yeah because they said this one is part one, and then the one that's coming is part two. So I don't know what gotcha. what is the what is the third one? The 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 trequel trilogy, trilogy? Three, part three, part three. It's whatever they want to call it. Yeah, okay. whatever whatever pops on the I'm DVD case. I'm no, not it, saying I I've heard of a third one, but I'm just I, I wouldn't like be it. surprised if it continues on being this good from what everyone's saying. Yeah. Um, I mean they'll they'll make it run its course. They'll milk it for everything they can. It's really neat. I mean, any of you guys read the book? No, no. I wish I had. I, I haven't. I didn't even see the original movie that was out. I've seen the movie and the miniseries, and that kind of burned me out on it. I really don't. I mean, this movie may be great, but it's Dune is slow. It's political, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I, I don't need to see a third adaptation of that. I, if I it just, it's hard to get excited for it. You know, I could gotcha. do stuff too. But the, the movie's like two and a half hours. Doesn't surprise me. It went so fast, dude. Yeah. Did not feel slow at all. Well, I've never seen any of the previous ones, so I, I think I'm going to start with this one. Check it out. I've heard the original movie was really fucking weird. That's. Yeah, I've heard good and bad about it. Not not so much good, mostly bad. Gotcha. All right. Uh, what else do we have, guys? On this extra long episode. For Halloween. I've just got my one thing. Okay. What's your one thing? Okay, well, I told Paul um, that we've been playing a game and nobody even knew. So, for the last few months, I have been slipping lyrics to a song into every episode we have done, and not just in my news segment. Sometimes it's the beginning, the end, wherever I can put it. The rules I set down for myself are I have to do them uh, either the exact line or a parody of that line that makes sense 
for the uh, the content, and I do not have to do repeated things. For instance, the chorus does not need to be put in a second time when I get to that, or any any repeated lines, you know, so that because that would make it way too obvious. So I'm putting it out there. Now, I don't have a prize, maybe it'll be a no prize. If anyone can figure it out, I've got a bunch of beer I can't drink anymore in my cellar, now that I drink the non alcoholic stuff. So, you know, maybe we can come up with something, but I want to see if someone can figure out what the song is and where the lines are. Mm. And I want to say, bastard. I want to say that it goes back to the Mike Lindell wants me to shit my pants episode, I believe is where I started. <laughs> the my pillow gate guy wants me to shit my pants that's when i began and every episode since then except for one there was one episode where i missed and i'm not going to tell you which one it was so let's see if anybody can figure it out interesting um i mean i don't, I don't know if giving away alcohol is a prize because i mean i don't know if we can really do that other than anybody here um but i'll jump in on that if, if a listener tracked it down first before one of us we'll definitely have some kind of a prize for them um i'm i'm definitely cool with that um that's pretty fucking funny <laughs> and i'll tell you right now that i have not caught on to it it's Uh-oh. is it is it a song i should recognize you oh absolutely everybody here will know it okay all and right I the hunt is on all of the Was lines... it happy birthday no <laughs> i have all of the lines written on a post-it here so that I can keep track of what I did so I can pinpoint what I said and how I said it for the most part. So we'll, we'll see what happens. You sneaky little mother. I like it. That's it, funny. Come on. If you haven't figured it out by now, everything is always a bit for me. <laughs> okay. I'm always doing a bit. All right. All right. Even when I don't seem like I'm doing a bit, I'm probably doing a bit. All right. Whereas when I'm doing a bit, it's in your fucking face. <laughs> it's very obvious. Uh, like last episode um all right um grid before we go tell everybody where they can find you and why they should be checking out your shit i got i got me on facebook and youtube we got grid after dark backslash facebook and then the youtube channel they can type that in there and uh you guys gonna do some more collabs with us i hope Yes, that is the plan. Yes. Look at that. Dropping our shit for us even. Look at them go. Um, yes. Uh, they have to be indoor shit because now we're getting into winter though, man. <laughs> what? Yes. I don't do cold. Spirit jacket. I wore a Star Wars blanket one time. Come on. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, background just disappeared. Because oh, he no, wants I, to believe. I changed it just because... Uh, we were talking about it. Nice. I went and did it. So everything's, that's not quite everything, but. Yeah. We, we, we did a deep dive. We have equipment as well now. So. All right. All right. So let's wrap this thing up with my Halloween themed, spooky themed, I guess, wisdom nugget. You guys ready? Always. <laughs> Theoretically, it would take approximately 400 humans to have enough iron to forge a sword from blood. Good night, everybody, and happy Halloween, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production.
Thank you.